0: Citizens of the Verse, today is December 21st, 2951, and welcome to Citizen Cast. We're a weekly Star Citizen podcast here to discuss what's going on in the game and its development. I'm your host, Way Too Geeky, and I'm joined by my co host, the one who almost got away himself, Seagard. Say hello, Seagard.
1: Hello, Seagard.
0: It's very old. <laughs> welcome, <mine. laughs> Welcome back after a yes. lengthy hiatus good sir
1: yes so good to have you been. back first i banished myself to the hinterlands and then i uh, <laughs> ran home for the family emergency and dad's doing great so uh, that's good yeah he comes home tomorrow so that's uh,
0: oh wow that's good
1: yeah i'm really pumped
0: oh, and not Are here
1: you... i'm in florida but, yeah i was gonna uh, say yeah in florida, his house right? yeah him and my mom will be there so oh that's
0: nice yeah well, that's great um so it's been a while. Um, I guess before we dive into what we've been uh, doing in the verse, um, Admiral Cody actually um, was inspired to create a new theme song for us. Oh, really? Yeah. So I thought I would play it for everybody before I switch it over. Um, and people go, what's this? Um, yeah, it's very inspired by the previous one. So our previous uh, theme song, uh, Navigating the Stars. Our new theme song is The Star Seekers. So I will play it for everybody right now. Fingers a little bit on the palette there, huh? <laughs> I like that one. I actually like it's it better so than good. the original.
1: It's yes. Really it's
0: very moving. Very moving. Yeah. Um, it sounds great. Thank you so much, Cody, for, um, absolutely doing that for us. Didn't even ask him to, he just did it. <laughs> so, um, we love it a lot. Uh, and then he also did a little bit of a revamped for science. It's, it's pretty much the same thing. He just, he shortened it a little bit for us. Yeah. Um, So, uh, (coughs) Seagard, pardon me, what have you been up to this past week or so?
1: Uh, You know, so I I, uh, obviously I was gone, but uh, I've been kind of um, I came back and kind of had to remember, you know, all my freaking passwords and everything to get on my system. And and then, um, you know, I had to fix my typical audio problem. So I finally just got rid of that external audio card. And, uh, oh, that's great! Yeah, it's you know yesterday you're hearing today is the onboard audio from the motherboard and uh, my you know my good mic uh, HyperX and uh, and I did a little bit of that and yesterday I did some playing with oh well, the day before yesterday I did some crewing with Nick um, oh, nice. where I was uh, on a 600i and we did some cave crawling and had to kill some bad guys in a cave uh, and then Nick got stuck in the cave and. Had to uh, (laughs) reset himself, basically, back to his home base, leaving me stranded. So then Snorkel came in and rescued me, and we did some – I crawled my way up through the cave, and uh, other than some Banta poodoo that I picked up in the cave, that was about all I got out of that mission. But it was fun. It was a blast. And uh, then I got on with Snorkel, and we went and did a – pick up some boxes, missions with guns, you know, the new armed ones, you got to go do stuff. Uh And uh, and that was a lot of fun. I mean, I had a blast. And then he dropped me off at Everest last night. So uh, Awesome. I also did work on the Parlay House. Um, So I I was working on the Discord site for that, learning, and uh, put up some banners and put up a poll today, a poll bot, uh, did some other stuff like that. Um, so, uh, so.
0: for our listeners, uh, Seaguard, we, we hadn't mentioned the parlay house. I wanted to give you the opportunity to walk ah, people through ah. the mission of it and, and what, what it's really there for. Um, why don't you tell people about it?
1: All right, do we want to talk the origins of it? How, you want me to go that far back or just. It's, it's a hundred percent what you want to talk about. All right. So, so a while back, you know, I've been, I had been with Reed for about two years and I guess, uh, uh. Three weeks ago now, four weeks ago now, um, just something occurred, and I said that was it. I'm done, and uh, and I hated to go, but it just was time for me to leave. So I ended up leaving, and as I was leaving, I was realizing, wow, these are all my friends, and uh, you know, there's a lot of us. There's you know, 20 or 30 regular players that I've been playing with for for a lot of them for more than two years. So including yourself, right, in checkoff. Mm-hmm. So I kind of. Uh, you know, and I said, you know, what do I want to do here? And I, and I said, well, I, I, am just going to set up a, a place, um, in the verse where people could just come meet people and play. Cause I was new to orgs, um, up to the point where I would met Chekhov. That's when I first got started in org. So we have been two yeah. small, short orgs and, and, and really read, uh, so I set up this place and I said, you know, what should I call it? And I kept thinking about pirates and how they can parlay uh, without, you know, prejudice or anything else. They can get their side of the story in and meet and, co- and coordinate. And, and I said, what would that look like? Um, and then how does a sailor, you know, first time they're going to decide they're going to be a sailor, how do they go down to the sea and find a place and a crew and, make that transition from farm life, you know, this has been going on for thousands of years, and they get on a ship and that's their life. And uh so I, I thought, well, there's gotta be some place like that in Star Citizen. So I created this concept of the parlay house and and you and Chekhov, you know, kind of came over and joined it right off the bat and kind of kind of gave me the thumbs up for the idea. And I said, this is a place for us to go play. Um and there shouldn't be, you know, the rules should be Extremely simple. Um, they shouldn't be over, overly cumbersome, which is one of the things I think we'll talk about today. Uh, the house rules are very, very simple. You know, basically have fun, don't break the law, don't break, you know, C or C uh, or CIGS or CIGS, um, you know, uh, game rules, right? Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't do anything illegal, right? Um, yeah and and the form of governance uh, you know we're talking about that right now but it's open for anybody just imagine yourself walking in as a sailor or as a new guy where do I go I go to the pilot house I meet a bunch of people and and uh so I, I came up with this idea and then as we talked to more and more about it we kind of uh, I started modifying that to have little rooms for explorers to play in and Mining guys to go play and pirates, and we got some pirates through Kilgort. He invited several groups of pirates in, and and that was fun. I mean, talking to these guys was a blast. Uh, so I think we ended up at one point with fifty people on Discord signed into the Discord um, as members. Uh, but you're not part of an org; you're just a player. Uh, yeah. So in my mind, it's a it's like most Isley. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It, it could be in space, it could be on the ground, but it's eyes. and if you want to go down there and get it on a crew, you get it on a crew. It could be a good crew, it could be a bad crew. You could do whatever you want. Or you actually, can build alliances. Right. I really like your um
0: your John Wick analogy.
1: Yeah, that's right. The, the Wick, at the hotel, the uh, Continental. Yeah. It is the Continental. The Continental. Right. So uh, hopefully, there's going to be a little bit of intrigue at the Parley House for those who want to do it, and hopefully, we can facilitate that. Uh, as neutral, uh, neutral provider of services, um, and uh, and I was glad that everyone kind of found value in it, and we're going to see where it goes. So uh, we've boosted Excellent. a bunch. We got some bots on it now, and it's it's, you know, it's not that fancy, but I did get the flickering neon light to work for the name, which. <laughs> 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 it's, uh... So,
0: that's great.
1: So that's that's the parlay house. If you're looking for a place to go start, you've got nothing better to do, and uh, you want to come meet some guys and, and gals. We I don't know that we have maybe one or two gals uh, total right now. But yeah. uh, come on down, just play. That's, that's rule number one is have fun. Play the game and yeah. have fun. So, so that's Our the story. Order. Excellent. We'll
0: include... Um... A link to the parley house in the show notes yeah. for anyone who wants yeah. to find it.
1: Oh, um, um and one thing I did add, uh I don't know if I told you this, I added a recruiting section. So if you have an org out there and you want to recruit people, you can put out a little, you know, go into that channel and just put out a little message and say, Hey, we're recruiting, here's a place. Tell us when you want to meet and we'll link up at the parley house and we'll go play. So for any org. So, awesome.
2: Yeah.
0: Good stuff. You know, I liked it when you when you mentioned it to me. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad to hear it's, yeah. it's pretty successful. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, so I didn't get to play that much this week. I've been doing a little bit of org stuff, mostly reviewing uh, logos and stuff um, for the seekers. And yes, but uh, oh, here comes Chekhov. As if we were incomplete without him, we also have the return of. Mr. Chekhov welcome back Chekhov
2: thank you thank you glad to be back it is good to all be back
0: yeah the, the Holy Trinity yeah. uh, has they,
1: returned the fill-ins did a great job those, they've I, been you know, amazing yeah they've done yeah. a great job so.
2: we need, I we thought about need replacing fillers. you guys <laughs> yeah, 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 I would have <laughs> but we need all these fill how come they're so shy when we're around I think they get intimidated by <laughs> that's us. right
1: well, one of the things um, we can try, uh, you know, in the future at the Parley House, we can try the uh, interactive um, podcast, audio channel. The, the stage, yeah. The stage, yeah. So maybe we can do that. That would be pretty fun, I think.
0: Yeah, I had looked into it, so I actually know how to do it. Very good. Um, so we could do it whenever
1: we want, a live cast. That would be neat. We get the Hamar and uh, Hamar and Badger side show. <laughs>
0: They're like uh, I always God, forget their God names.
2: The Couple.
1: There you go.
0: <laughs> I was thinking of the old men from uh, uh, the Muppets. Ha
2: ha ha ha. You know. On the oh, you're right. You're right.
0: Um, yeah,
2: we could do also like that uh, guy that joined us Dead to Rights. He's a Twitch streamer. Yeah. So he could be, you know, on while he's streaming too. So, awesome. we all that. Yeah. Multi channel. Oh. Well,
0: Chekhov, we were just talking about what we did this past week. Why don't you regale us? What has your week in the verse been?
2: Well, my week in the verse obviously has been next to nothing, considering I was about 15 hours away from this. Yeah. Not, not from Star Citizen, from where I am. Yeah, did you go to Dubai for cool. work or pleasure? Uh, sort of a dual kind of what you had probably. Yeah. It was like end of the year gathering, you know. We, the problem is half of our team is in a country that can't travel too many places. So yeah. believe it or not, this was the lesser uh, expense of the two. It was Israel or Dubai, so we ended up in Dubai. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that's kind of how it happened.
0: Nice. So I've been in the same boat. I went to London. Um, we had a really crazy... Yeah. Uh, christmas party for my office since they're in the uk they they just call it christmas party instead of holiday party like we would here um and i came back with a present uh called covid so that's why i have this surly voice um, which ruined all my christmas plans but uh Mm. you know we shall prevail uh so uh but if i do cut out any moment it's probably because i'm having a vicious coughing fit yeah. Um, so we had a, uh, why don't we call it an interesting week in the verse? Um, on inside star citizen, we got the, the always riveting year in review, uh, for the last episode of the year we got to see, you know, what happened this year. Um, you know, I'd be more interested to see what happened in comparison to what was supposed to happen, but, you know, <laughs> I don't right. think they want to celebrate those scenarios mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, it wasn't much that we didn't already know. However, they did show off a new ship called the Cutlass Steel, which is a Drake drop ship with a very similar look as the black same pilot facing artillery. Um, however, it also adds a remote turret in the back, uh, to cover the rear ramp and five Gatling guns that deploy with two on each side door and one at the rear, uh, last but not least, it has eighteen drop seats. Yeah. Um, so what did you server. think of the episode?
1: Yeah. What what did you think of the episode? What did you think of the ship, Seaguard? The episode was pretty good. Um, you know it, it always it always amazes me when I look back and I go, wow, all that happened just this year. Yes, it is a lot. It's it's they knock out a lot of stuff, and I guess it's a, just a tribute to how deep the game is, right? I mean, yeah, uh, the steel, I, I, I'm a little, a little on the fence. Uh, I think it's okay. Um, it, I it, like doesn't have a bathroom. It doesn't, you know. I don't know that the black has a bathroom either, though. I don't think it, it doesn't. Does. Uh, I thought the guns being on the outside of the hatch was a little weird. I agree, uh, um, but okay. I mean, it's an okay ship. I have the black. I'm. I don't think I'm going to get the steel. Uh, yeah, but uh, it's all right. It's all right.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Not well, you know. I'm not too excited about the steel. I mean, it looked cool, but you know, losing all that cargo space.
1: Yeah.
2: Not sure what to do with the drop. Uh, yeah. Um. That's not the one that I'm certainly aiming for. Yeah. Uh, by the yeah. way, not to. Change the subject, but I went to sleep on my ship, and now I cannot get up. Is there a trick to this, <laughs> or or is it still a y? Is it the Y to get up? I'll try or? the
1: forward. Um, look to the side, see if you can get the air. Uh, the the exit. Oh, uh,
2: the, the exit thing.
1: Yeah, that's one. And then the other one is sometimes you can hit the forward button, and it'll stand you up. Yeah, I'm only the, getting the lock out,
2: or the just logout. the stand up. Oh just, no, no, I got yeah. the exit. Okay, thank yeah. you. I got the
1: exit. Thank you. And and while we're segueing, you know, we talked about those groups that had kind of come to the pair of uh, the uh parley house. Parley house. Yeah. So I just want to call out, do a call out to those guys because they were they were there right off the bat with us, and I thought that was awesome. Um really enjoyed talking with them. So we had uh Captain Jakin Oaken. Um he was uh one of the guys that was in there and he's got his own little crew of uh pirates. Um, Dead to rights was the other one uh, we had. I think Jake and Oaken also runs. Um, what's their name? Um, there is a oh the John Sued is, is another one, and then uh, the org is the Oblivion Org. I think that's John Sued is the Oblivion Org. But uh, mm. all those guys, it was it was fun, and uh, obviously to our our own little favorite uh, pirate up there in the mountains skiing this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for introducing us all these guys. But uh, all of these guys are real good guys. If you run into them and uh, and yeah, you want to look up pirating, seem like good guys to play with and uh, good good orcs. So
2: yeah, that, that to call out to those the, guys. He's yeah. the he's the Twitch guy. That's the guy I think. Yeah, I, I brought on. Yeah.
1: uh, It was really good talking to those guys because I learned quite a bit about pirates. just not a lot. I'm not an expert, but they gave me some insights I hadn't really thought about.
0: I thought it was so funny that um, Kilgore popped in immediately Uh, upon invite and said, "Uh, what's there in trouble? (laughs) <laughs> Trouble in Paradise, Care Bears? Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's like, what happened, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, nothing. And then, you know, Sigurd yeah. only started the downfall of an org. <laughs>
1: yeah. I didn't mean to. I really didn't mean to. I, felt, I actually felt very bad. and I truly, I hope that Techno does come over and play with us. He's a good guy. And uh, that was not my intent. Uh, it just happens sometimes, right? And uh, it's it time for me to go at that point. But uh, anyway, so Techno, if you're out there, please come play at the Parlay House. It's it's not an org. Uh, we enjoyed your company, so please do come back. Yeah,
2: yeah. did so, All right.
0: Um, so on top of so – yeah, I, I actually find with ISC, like, the Drake drop ship, to me, it's almost like uh, – how many hits can it take yeah <laughs> like <laughs> as yeah. a valkyrie competitor i think i'd rather be a trooper in the valkyrie um than the cutlass but it seems like they've they've really tailored it to jump town like that seems like the yeah. idea i'm guessing that's the fan favorite ship that has a variant that they had mm-hmm. talked about and and hinted at for years oh. now or not years mm-hmm. but months
2: we are also forgetting about another great drop ship the Prowler. I mean. Oh yeah, the Prowler course. is great. Yeah, it is. But it doesn't have the same suppressive fire.
0: I think that that's the part that I think they're really looking to see how that works out with mm-hmm. with Jump Town. Yeah. 2.0.
1: A, a few too many seats for me. Yeah, right. they probably could have gone without the last couple few. Yeah, I would like to have seen maybe uh you know, be able to fit a dragonfly or something in there with you. Yeah. Um, Oh, uh, well.
0: Yeah. Um, And then (coughs) Star Citizen Live was a a special about Luminalia, um, and it had Jeremiah Lee and Adam Weiser. Um, So Jeremiah Lee, concept artist, Adam Weiser, part of the lore team. And they wanted to essentially live create a mascot that, Could be essentially representative of Luminalia. Um, Chat ended up choosing something that was sort of snake-like as as the um, as the character, and um, they did turn Jared into that. Yes, uh, which was which was funny. Um, But you know, not my favorite types of episodes. I know it's not checkoffs. The one thing I found interesting is uh, the part of the conversation. Adam said that. Ah, uh, funny enough, Christmas does still exist in Star Citizen universe, but if you, the further away from Earth you are, the less likely you are to celebrate it. Oh, um, so I thought that was interesting because I I always sit here with these these in game holidays and I go, would we have gotten rid of those holidays? But then we have something that seems very similar, um, and they sort of highlighted that so i thought I, that was interesting
1: i thought the part that it was funny was it's related to the lore in that um the creature is actually a marketing yeah. toy, and without doing their research they took a predator um and made it into santa claus basically for the uh or the uh what do you call them? Uh, the banu for the banu
2: <laughs> yeah
1: it's like a great white shark delivering presents
2: yeah
0: yeah i i like that they dove into that too Um, it's so i i think the one thing i liked about that episode and anytime the lore people are on is that they have such a finger on the pulse of what this verse is like that they come up with these ideas like well since it's the banu and since it's this and that and it's like so creative and interesting and it, it just shows how robust our lore is even while the content is catching up
1: right right well you know it does you know if you look there's you know many instances of it kind of leads me to believe that they're going to make more than games here they're going to make movies they're going to make stories and books and and uh you know toys I mean, and a lot to go with. yeah you know, yeah, you um, know the Disney, you know, Disney has acquired Star Wars, and look what they're doing with that lore. The lore is more valuable than the actual movies. Right. Um, and, and yeah, uh, Warhammer How 40k for those guys who play. Another classic
2: example, right? I mean, well, yeah, it's easy to come up with ideas. They just, you know, grab a cup of coffee in the morning, talk to the lore guys, boom. Yeah, they, they don't really need to be creative. The, the The lore is so extensive, and these guys are like so knowledgeable you just you know they'll give you ideas all day long yeah yeah yeah
0: yep yep um so we still have 316 in wide ptu looks like we're close to a a live release but that brings us to a disappointing roadmap roundup sorry coughing fit Um, So they wanted to give us an update on the state of alpha 316 and what to expect to hit live servers before the holiday break and what they'll release the beginning of the new year. Uh, Since uh, alpha 315 took longer to get out the door than they initially planned, which has limited the amount of time they had to stabilize the 316 code base. Uh, For that reason, They've opted to branch from the 315 development stream in order to risk, uh, in order to avoid risking overall stability, which has been uh, the best they've had in years. Yeah, uh, taking this approach means they'll be operating on the same code base that's currently on the live servers while manually integrating 316 features, specifically those they deem low risk to integrate. It was important for us to try and limit. Content moving back a full quarter to alpha 317 as we're eager, eager for you all to have refreshing and engaging content to play over the holiday break and Into the new year for this reason in addition to next week's release. We also plan to release a content patch 316.1 Once we return from holiday break the patch will include some of the content that we were unable to integrate before the holidays so with release view As mentioned in both the roadmap caveats and letter from the chairman, the accompanied our new roadmap back in 2020. um, Features that are marked as committed for a release window are done so with at least 90% certainty that the feature won't move. Only in extremely rare cases will something shift um, once put into this committed state. Since that announcement, we've successfully marked 66 feature cards on the roadmap as committed, with today's roadmap introducing one card, which will need to be re- reverted. And that card is Mining Gadgets. The features what, what, below, what?
2: Wait, wait, wait. Mining Gadgets are going away?
0: They're, they're not being released right away.
2: Oh, no. So
0: the features below... Have been successfully inter- integrated in the 3.16 patch, targeting <coughs> next week for release to live servers. Wait,
2: wait, wait. wait. I'm still trying to get all of this. We're going to get this there. Is, We're going to get this there. This is the one I'm looking, for, was most looking forward to.
0: Well, it is moving to 3.17, checkoff. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> horrible. With, horrible. I know. Along with DNA head texture updates. Um,. The ones that are moving forward next week are the Area 18 Hospital, uh, the updated Dying Star map. Don't care. Gravlev Physics
2: Rework. Don't care.
0: And Jumptown 2.0. I'm
2: so upset. Don't care about anything.
0: And then the features <laughs> for 3.16.1 at the start of the new year will include Derelict Spaceships and Laser Trip Lines Tier 0. That
2: is this is like the most upsetting thing to me, you know, because everything is <laughs> broken. You know, the mining plate is broken, rock is broken. I was so looking forward to the gadgets. At least that would be the savior. I mean, I can't tell you how upset I am.
0: We oh, can I hear it, it in your voice.
1: I know. they gone and bad. done it. The upset checkoff. You now, cool. I'm doing that
2: as, as I'm mining, as I'm finding these rocks right now, you know, embedded inside of these. But b- boulders, you know. It's so frustrating right now anyway. Yeah. I'll, I'll stop ranting.
0: It's okay, check off. We feel for you. Well, we on do. the plus side, on the plus side, this will probably be the first time we get a Q4 patch that doesn't screw everything up. And then dis- you know, then the devs disappear. So, um and what they didn't say in this but they uh informed us is they'll be running not just um jumptown 2.0 but also Xeno Threat and um the uh the lockdown with uh why can i think of
1: the pirates all of a sudden oh that's cool uh right um uh, hand, um, <laughs>
2: uh <written laughs> nine, out, nine tails
0: no. nine tails thank you nine, nine tails yeah. lockdown. And the good, the the cool part about that is, instead of making it random, they're going to have a schedule for it. So we'll know when they're going to happen. We could actually know when we're going to get to play it. Oh, cool! Yeah, so, and, then,
2: and from what I understand from the people that are playing PTU, they have improved uh, the rock, the ROC play. They have improved the bounty. So you know there is something to look forward.
0: to. Yeah, they have uh, planet side bounties now too. Oh, cool. Well, like, you know, in atmosphere, not, you know, walking out right, of right. the ship. Mm. Um, and then the progress tracker, they've added the following. Uh, lockable containers. So lockable containers will add the ability for designers to lock entities with either physical or electronic locks, which can be opened with a key or forced open via cutting, destroying, or hacking the lock. This deliverable has been added to the EU PU gameplay features team's schedule. Then we have FPS devices tier 1. While throwable, oh, I can't speak. Um, while throwable, throwable and consumable devices already exist within Star Citizen as grenades and med pens, further work on this system will enable us to more easily create new items with different effects when used. This includes the development of deployable devices or items that can be carried around as part of a player loadout equipped, or deployed onto a surface. This deliverable has been added to the weapon feature team schedule. The uh, vehicle tech team has moved from being an upstream team to a downstream team. As a reminder, this means the team is in a more reactive role and plans only one quarter ahead rather than four. This team is keeping their current schedule through Q1, But some of their longer-term deliverables are coming off the progress tracker until we approach that time frame next year. For this reason, the following deliverables are being removed from the progress tracker temporarily. Uh, Multi-grid SDF, uh, capital ship destruction, cockpit cockpit button animations. And that's the update. Um, Our next roadmap roundup will come back uh, January 26th, so it'll be a little bit of a wait. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts? And take your time because I gotta go blow my nose. <laughs> okay.
1: uh, I, you know, I know your thoughts on the of. I mean, you're yeah. definitely, yeah, you're not too pleased with that. Um, for me, um, I, I guess I can survive with it because I don't really have a choice, right?
2: <laughs> uh, I guess well, that would be the main thing. Uh, No, but don't get me wrong. I I am, though, pleased. I'm pleased the fact that they uh, are, you know, uh, putting their effort into polishing, which makes a lot of sense. You know, at least fix what's broken before you add anything new. So, yeah, I'm upset that the gadgets are not coming in, but I'm glad that they're actually putting the effort into where it's important, which is polishing what you already have out. Yeah. I'd say that's a good summary for me, too,
1: to be honest with you. I yeah, would say that's nice. a pretty good one. Um, You're yeah. a good one. I'm a good yeah. one. I'm buying guns. I'm very happy right now.
0: <laughs> um, and then we did get some tips and tricks this week. Um, one was submitted from Jim, from uh, Jim Ramar. And he said, Poth- "Possibly." Oh my god! Why am I speaking Castilian? I'm like, possibly, possibly. <laughs> an orthodox tip slash trick: if you've been grinding a lot or starting to get annoyed with mechanics, take a break, play another game. Star Citizen's pretty great, but absence makes the F7CM Super Hornet Heartseeker grow fonder. Um. Then Mark Three, generic, who's also helping with the org logo. Thank you, Mark Three. Uh, said selected Orison as your home and want to change the paint of your ground vehicles find a ship capable of transporting the vehicle claim and spawn the vehicle at an outpost load it up into the ship and go to Port Alasar drive the vehicle out and onto another pad leave the vehicle and let it get impounded apply the paint head back to an outpost claim and retrieve the vehicle Bonus, give feedback to CIG that vehicles, stored, in ships should be modifiable. Yes. And CIG, vehicles, stored, in ships should be modifiable. Yes. Um, please. Um, so that's it for submissions to Tips and Tricks. Any Anything from you guys? Anything interesting people should know? Uh,
1: tips and Tricks. Um, you know... Hmm. Not, not really. I didn't really get a whole lot of time this week. You know, coming back, so not so much for me.
0: Okay. Uh, check off anything.
2: I have a something. I mean, we've been uh playing with Flavius, trying to really, you know, tune our mining skills. So one of them is really trying to give it all on the rock mining side and uh what what i'm finding personally is that the reason why we're not able to we're, we're not able to find them is that you absolutely cannot fly fast you literally yeah. have to fly at about 50 very low right and they are uh you know the, the problem is they're there but we're just really flying over them they appear very quickly so Basically, you know, it's very easy to tell. The, the the boulders appear long range. You know, they're gonna you're gonna see them seven, eight thousand out, right? But the rock mineables, they're gonna appear within less than three hundred. So if you think about it, if you're not if you even fly uh, flying at a hundred, that's maybe too late. You know, so what you have to do is before they even spawn and become diamonds, just look for anything that appears. Uh, under uh, with a range of under 1000 right there there's an indicator that this is not a boulder it's at very least rock mineable. but one other thing to look out for like for example I'm on daymark and I'm finding a lot of hand mineables. so but I'm doing them with a the rock which is mm-hmm. by the way harder because you know they're they're more sensitive and they're prone to explosion so right. that's kind of my tip for the rock. For those, for those few of you who are still doing the rock buying.
0: <laughs> Good tip, Chekhov. Um, and that brings us to everyone's favorite segment.
2: Oh. I, I almost feel that, that that tune had a refresh.
0: Yes, it did. Um, oh, and you wow. also missed, Chekhov, we have a new intro. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Cody uh, Cody refreshed everything, so um, we'll play the intro as an outro as well. Sounds good. Yeah, it sounds really good. So thanks again, Cody. Uh, so for science is that t- time where we talk about what we did in the game in the name of science. Um, we had a few submissions. First of all, um, we posited the question, hey, how much of a ship's inventory actually um, turns into a box when it explodes? Um, and Boris uh, Kraken informed us that it's ten percent of a ship's cargo hold. So um, that's what we had discussed in the conversation as well. So it sounds like that's uh, accurate. Um,
2: and then oh, wait, well, let me let me just clarify that. Sure. When you say cargo. You don't mean the actual cargo that you're buying and yeah. selling? Yeah,
0: like Laronite, all that stuff. Oh, really? Oh, so, yeah.
2: okay, so you do recover some. It's, lo- it's lootable as well. Oh, very interesting. Okay. Right. Yeah. But, but, but what happens? Are there any updates on the recovery of a person? Because that doesn't seem to work. In other words, when you die and you... Even though we have a marker, we get back there and there's nothing there. Oh really? I've been able yeah. to recover. You able to recover yourself? Like Well the, the stuff.
0: Yeah, all the stuff I have. Oh you have? Okay. Alright. So yeah.
2: then it works.
0: Especially at the beginning of the patch when I died like three times. Um Canuck 2099, last week's Guest host uh, said, follow-up from last week's episode, I mentioned I was going to try and get drunk and then fly my ship. Uh, Oh, I I watched
1: this. (laughs) I watched this. It was funny.
0: Uh, uh, Snorkel has a video of this. Uh, Well, I bought 24 bottles of beer, headed out into space in my Constellation Phoenix, and turned on the Discord stream tool. It took 22 beers to get just above 75%, like in the bar. I was a bit tipsy. Uh, uh, uh. I drank another beer, and it took me to nearly 80%. Each beer is about 4% before it starts ticking down. I was officially staggering drunk. Seagard was watching, so he will explain the rest. As a side note, once at 80% intoxicated, it comes down much slower, and the effects
1: last a long time. Yes.
0: Uh, what else happened, Seagard? since you were with, us? So uh, <laughs> we
1: were kind of watching it, and um, – I was watching him and, you know, he so he staggers and he's falling around his phoenix and he's, and I'm like, you know, he's telling me, he's like, I'm just trying to walk straight. I'm using the the, the forward arrow and, and he's like, go towards the door and slam into the side of the door. <laughs> <laughs> then he bounces off, stagger the right, hit the right side of the door. Then finally he'd back up and almost fall over, cause, you know, like he has a backpack on. So he's Mm -hmm. like a drunk staggering backwards, and then his head would go down, and he'd go through the door. Uh, But he couldn't in a straight line; he just couldn't do it. Uh, And then on top of that, he when he got in the ship, uh, when he got in the pilot seat, he could not um, fly the ship straight. He let go of the mouse, and the ship
2: is drifting all over the place. (laughs) So So it's so it's pretty cool. so I, I, would, I would up that challenge. What if you drink that in real life and in-game? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> oh. <laughs> 27 beers? Yeah. That sounds try, like an in in-game, game, out-of-game power hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would try that again, Knut, but now do it in real life as you're doing it in-game. <laughs> Please go so to the hospital before yours. you reach 18 beers. Yeah. <laughs>
0: have some liquid iv available.
2: Yes. Um did oh, by anyone the, way, the, the, the disclosure. I'm not a doctor and I'm not recommending it. So do it at your own risk. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: right.
2: Yeah, the other Thank thing he, he ended up doing there a couple goes. of barrel rolls. He
1: couldn't he couldn't uh, actually well, go, this is awesome. He couldn't <laughs> he couldn't fly straight at all. I
2: mean, he literally was rolling and you, out of control. So where can you buy beers? Uh, the bar. At right? any of the bars. Really? Oh, so yeah. you just get them from a bartender?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think he must have been stowing them.
2: Yeah. Oh, huh. oh, that is so cool. I didn't, I didn't know if he'd get drunk. Oh, yeah. His hips yeah. are all out of line. His body's out of line. It's all like in a cool. snake and
1: his knees are half buckled. Is, is that not the video that I saw where
0: Snorkel and Canuck were flying ships and someone exploded? In a massive fireball, that could have been. That could have oh, okay. been. Anyone else have anything for science, Seagard?
1: Um, you no, know, I was, uh, and it's actually it's not something I did. Something I learned today on somebody's podcast, and I, I don't know the guy's name. Uh, something like uh, space technology or something. But uh, I did subscribe to him. Uh, but it was a very good little article on uh, using. The basically using, obviously, the ping, using the scan, and using the ability to focus uh, not only your field of view of your scan or your ping, but also the focus of your sensors. And uh, he was showing how you could, um, basically, he would move forward on a target that he had pinged until he got a reading on his uh, signal, and uh-huh. then based on that signal strength, which is always multiples of 5,000, so 5, 10, 15, et cetera, that tells you how many rocks are involved because 5,000 is what a single rock gets you. And this was in space. Uh-huh. So he knew if he got a signal strength of 15, he had three rocks. If he had 10, he had two. Um, yeah, and then okay. as he approached and he got the symbol for the actual um material then he could actually scan it and determine the composition um and the size and things so um he was able to screen out a lot of things that we would have probably tried to go right in on right up to the last foot uh he was very successful (laughs) at screening them at about three or four kilometers so oh wow uh, yeah and uh, obviously you're getting to quantanium at four kilometers and you know there's four rocks send me i'm going Right, I mean <laughs> that's an obvious one. Yeah, even so, if it's a small I mean, amount, it's still probably pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that's kind of what I learned from that. I wish I had the name of the guy, but uh, it was a good little video. Nice.
0: Yeah. What about you, Chekhov?
2: Mm, not outside of what I just did. Pretty much it. You know. Again, I haven't had much time.
0: Yeah, no, I totally understand. Um, I don't have anything for science except COVID is extremely contagious these days. That's right, yeah. we almost oh, didn't yeah. do the
1: podcast because of that.
2: <clears throat> they're they're saying yeah, that's how
0: worried they are. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're they're
2: saying it's not an if at this point. It's a, it's a when.
0: Yeah, um, I'm double vaxxed and I I got it again.
2: Oh um, really? Yeah. Oh my god. The 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 Omni. I'm I'm going to guess. Cuz <clears throat> yeah.
0: I I don't know to, like I'm trying to look back and think of where I could have contracted it because our company party, first of all, I had been tested 3 right. times before going yeah, to the yeah. UK. Right. In and out. So, um everyone at our company tested twice in the same week. Um, to go to the party and only people who were double vaxxed or Johnson and Johnson were allowed to come. So, and then I'm the only one so far confirmed. Now my whole team is sick, Hmm. but two people tested negative on their, um, lateral flow. I tested positive on a lateral flow and someone on our team and, and all of them took PCRs. So they'll get their PCR results probably tomorrow. Um, I'm thinking about taking another lateral flow or a PCR, but you know, the symptoms are there. Um, yeah. but the others have similar symptoms. So it's like, I don't understand. Um, but looking at it, I'm, I'm guessing it was either one of the pubs in London or cause it's apparently a global hotspot right now mm. or,
2: um, the flight. Yeah, it's the flight, like, for example, on our flight, there were a <laughs> bunch of people let on that were sick, meaning they were just out of quarantine. You know, they wanted oh, to wow. get home. But that's yeah. like literally like nine days, ten days kind of stuff, and they okay, were on yeah. our plane. I just want you I, to know. I bet you
0: would be the person next to me who
1: gave it to me, I bet it. Oh, they had
2: symptoms? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I just wanted to want when I was flying my Aurora back up to Connecticut <laughs> recycling the air, my Aurora got me there, yeah it's evolved by any other name, yeah. yeah
0: I figured it was the I figured it was the car, but yeah it's uh it's highly That's contagious, tough. and I think omicron is is probably the one that I have um.
2: And I feel like crap,
0: but it, I don't feel like I'm going to be
2: hospitalized anytime. So, well, you gotta do, do a lot of zinc, a lot of zinc, a lot of
0: I've been drinking like lemon ginger tea. Um, I've had like spicy soups and stuff to Mm. try and reduce the inflammation. Um, lots of water. Zinc Tons and tonic, tonic water.
2: What well, tonic water is around That's the kind of <laughs> gin and tonic. There you go.
0: I can't drink gin right now. That'll dry me out. My eyeballs feel like someone's tugging on the optic nerves.
2: No, but seriously, somewhere tonic, zinc. Those are the two.
0: Really? Well, I have yeah. tonic. I have yeah, gin, gin that I brought back from the UK that I've been wanting to try. It's uh, ginger, rhubarb, and oh, nice.
1: raspberry. Yeah. Very nice.
0: Well, it was I was just, like, feel so at
2: home.
1: Based on my knowledge of your skill set in the medical field from both of you, and your <laughs> and your cures, I think you should just drink pure mercury and just get it over with. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah.
0: Save
1: then, the tuna everyone fish. everyone will be
0: like, "What happened to geek? What happened to geeky?" <laughs> Literally, I feel like because. So few people know about like my star citizen. Like no one would know how to log into my Discord. Like I always think about what happens if I get hit by a bus and no one knows I died. I'm like, oh, yeah. if I disappear for any appreciable amount of time, I'm dead. Just so you guys yeah. know.
1: Well, check off when I would eventually think about it about a month later.
0: Well, I mean, please. I just like, don't know how you would <laughs> validate it. I think you guys know my actual name, so you could probably look yeah. up the obituary. Yes. And be like,
1: yeah, he did.
0: <laughs> Um, anyway, our question of the week, uh, we had posited essentially, uh, have, and has anyone engaged in piracy now that looting is in the game? And if so, tell us your, tell us your best piracy story. Uh, Ursican said that would be wrong. Um, Stewie 13 said, No, but I might if that's what it takes to get myself a flight suit, smiley face. Somehow lost mine at the IAE Expo this year and haven't had time to figure out where to get one. Mavro says, nope, not interested in piracy. Uh, Boris Kraken says, nope, I have not. Captain Kieran says, I haven't tried it. It doesn't have enough appeal for me yet. I really don't want to be the person that ruins someone else's day. I just don't. I have been that person that only has an hour um, to game and you get on and someone just screws up what you were doing and it crushes your spirits. I've been there and couldn't do that to someone else. If it gets to a point where you can do something like Steal a Ship or Cargo and the other player is insured so they aren't completely screwed over, then I'll give it a go. I couldn't be the one to suck the fun out of the game for someone else though. Um undead parrot says i kind of agree with the point of ruining someone else's day the issue we have is that the game is planned to cater to different styles of playing you have your pirates and your haulers looking for higher rewards thus comes the risk and then you have people who just want to mind their own business who would rather be in high security systems and would uh, probably be satisfied with lower rewards not everyone is thrown into the same soup and no one is satisfied um, without cargo insurances, etc. cetera. He
2: said mind, mind their own business or mind their like, own business?
0: Like to mind their own business. <laughs> oh, I'm just
2: kidding. You know, we pontificated oh. a uh,
1: yeah. we pontificated an idea of uh, a Robin Hood style pirate. You actually disable a ship, board it, and then give them your money? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's cool. It's like a pay-it-forward pirate. Yeah, pay-it-forward pirate. Pay-it-forward piracy. Um, Captain Karen replied, Exactly. Until piracy is more fleshed out, it won't be something I can try. It's also worth further stressing the extreme difference between piracy and griefing. I'm totally fine with encountering a legit pirate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nick Norell says... Piracy needs a clearer path, which enables both sides to appreciate the interaction. Whenever one side could be considered losing significant real-time investment in the game, it's not mutually enjoyable. Uh, Gothic says, now that I don't represent a certain org,
2: I've dabbled in it
0: with some smaller piracy organizations. Everything that I've seen that involves the group I have run with has been in the spirit of the game there hasn't yeah. been any griefing and in fact griefing would cause the person to no longer be invited back it's not my primary cup of tea but has been a fun yeah. change for sure i think he went out uh, with john yeah.
2: soon Su-
1: i think it was john yeah. soon Su- yeah. Su- he went out with and, it, and 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 he did he said it was a pretty good time it was a lot of waiting it sounded like fun gameplay yeah, yeah a you lot see, of waiting. I'm, and yeah, talking all, go ahead okay.
2: no no go ahead, go ahead.
1: i was going to say and a lot of it is um you know a lot of the fun I've had just talking to these guys is learning about their limitations. Right. I mean, they spend a lot of time yeah. trying to find people. It's not yeah.
2: as uh, it's not simple. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, I really like the Kilgore's approach, his original approach, right? It was like by consent, kind of let's go scurvy. Like, you know, I think piracy is great, but it should be by consent. Meaning what you don't exactly tell people what you're going to do. But you say you know you kind of put it out this is hey you know i you know anybody want to try some piracy game that's kind of how i would i mean that would be yeah. fun i'm not going to tell you what i'm going to do but if you say yeah, yeah. i'm open for it all right well then it's open season you know let's see what happens. you go on we're in the same server you know let's figure it out yeah um
0: mark 3 generic says no but I've noticed there's a distinct lack of rum in the bars. (laughs) Uh. Um, Ares Nightshade, who still has a read tag, despite the lack of existence of said org, said, uh, I haven't done any actual piracy, but I have had a few opportunities to benefit from the folly of others who choose to pick a fight they couldn't win. I admit it's very cool to have an actual reward for these types of engagements. I've also found that people don't seem to take the time to gather their winnings. Snorkel and I were running some of the Assassin UGF missions, and a bounty hunter showed up and blew up our ship but left the loot on the ground. That's kind of weird. Mavro said... Yeah, it is weird. Well, you can't really sell it back right now, so... Maybe when you could sell it back. Uh, Mavro said... I'd like to add that I don't have any problem whatsoever with people uh, pirating. I think it's perfectly integrated into the game and makes sense and such. I just don't like to do it, not even against NPCs, let alone <coughs> against PCs. I have issue though, with these people that use piracy as an excuse to be deliberately cruel with player characters. Um, Ares Nightshade said, It's worth noting that the criminal FPF's missions seem to be less buggy than the lawful ones. Also, the added challenge of having to run with a crime stat and being hunted by player bounty hunters is actually quite a lot of fun sometimes. And then Shade One said, they live by the pirate code. Um, and also, there was a post with um, uh, Captain Barbosa that said, the code is more what you'd call guidelines than actual rules.
1: <laughs> um, That's well done. That was a good sp- Good voice. If Captain Captain Barbosa had the COVID, uh, COVID, that's what he would sound like.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, nothing gives you a nice smoldering voice like a potentially fatal lung disease.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. And
0: makes you feel like you're going to... um, have a blowout in your pants too Um, because that's how that's how my stomach feels right now so if i disappear for like 15 minutes um there's been an explosion um
2: all right so uh, can you do a group chat uh daily please so this way at least we know when to come and get you that's
0: right that's right. I'll let you know if I'm hospitalized. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I, you know, I'll just it,
0: message I'm on a ventilator. That's
1: right. Well, you need to get snorkels and uh, and nightshades, uh, you know, numbers so you can call them in case you're uh, incapacitated. They can come get you. They do that search <laughs> and rescue thing really well.
0: Oh, I've heard. I've heard. Yeah. Um. Then we had a, a couple, uh, well, a couple questions. Uh, first comes to us from Strikeout Actual, who said, What ship got you super hyped and then failed to live up to your expectations? Seagard, what ship... It's not the Aurora. Did you get hyped for? Uh, <laughs> we know that. Uh,
2: let's see. What ship oh, I definitely know one. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um mm
1: they're all pretty good. I would um I, I I really can't think of one.
2: come on it's obvious. it's all oh, for me anyway. It's it came on. out recently
1: the oh the 400i yep I like the 400i that's why I have a problem
2: um yeah, I, yeah but there was so much hype. If we're talking about hype versus what actually came out,
1: it it was a very long hype train. I I would say Hammerhead is one. Hammerhead is one.
2: Hammerhead
1: is Hammerhead is great. It's a great ship, but it's a very manpower intensive ship for a game that allows fifty people on a server right now, right? And it dies very fast. To uh, fighters right i i wish it was a little tougher i wish it was almost as tough as a capital ship um at and you know its limitation being its guns and its speed um and i wish it had ship killing missiles <laughs> you know it had uh, a combination of them right um mm. and and maybe more remote turrets instead of physical turrets having remote turrets kind of like they have on the reclaimer uh-huh. like you could have you know guy who does top and the left side guy who does bottom and right side and uh you know a, a pilot um and a co-pilot kind of thing you know um keeping a much smaller crew yeah but i love the ship don't get me wrong
0: okay i think that's interesting um what about you so check off yours is 400i? Yeah, yep Um, I would say mine is probably the Odyssey. Oh, Um, and you know, I ended up buying it anyway, but, um, before I knew that it was going to be a little bit of a letdown. And the reason it's a letdown for me is it just seems like a general explorer. And I thought it would be more, more geared towards like maybe outfitting, mining operations or sort of like surveying for minerals and such. And it doesn't sound like it could do that any better than the Carrick or anything. So like, to me, I thought it'd be a good companionship in a fleet. Whereas now it seems like, uh eh, it's probably cool and fun to fly, but I think my baby still has it.
1: I think it's going to be very good at mining. Well, I think it's, it's going to be great. Oh
2: man kind of has to be out, I guess, But uh, to how is it a gonna final be, verdict.
0: It's going to be great at mining for itself, but that's it. That's the only
1: functionality it has. So if it's, you know, we're assuming that it has a mining head on that front of it. But if it has two, it has it does. two, 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 two sets, right? Or two. But what if one of those is actually useful for vacuuming? So think that's about it. That's what this. it is. You could follow behind a fleet and vacuum up quantumium. I mean, that'll be incredibly valuable. Um,
0: well, but you can't store it. I mean, you, all you do is turn it into fuel. You can't sell it. So it's not yeah. there to sell.
2: Yeah, I guess yeah, But ready. do you think that... I, I almost think they, would ch- they will change that. I, mean, I don't
0: know. Who knows? Yeah. I, I just thought it seemed like... It seemed like it could be really good for almost like... Let's use this ship to uncover deep mining veins like yeah. deep veins of resources planet side um you know like see deep into a planet's core so that we could figure out where to to place a either either to send our mining ships to or to bring a pioneer and drop off a um you know deep mining facility um but it doesn't seem to be that case I mean, it's still cool. I still have it. I don't have plans to melt it unless something else sparks my fancy. Right. Um, But it's just not. I, at first, was a little saddened by it because I was like, oh, you're coming after my ship. And then I got excited by it because I thought, oh, it's different enough that I think they can live in the same verse. And then I was disappointed by the fact that it doesn't actually do anything really specialized. It's just a
2: big generalist. You know, just talking about how cold this game is, if you guys have a chance, take a peek at my stream. This is just unreal. The shot, the sunset, whatever. It's just Mm. so cool.
0: Um, Jim, Ramar, it never ceases to amaze. I I feel like that's the biggest thing for a lot of people. Uh, It's amazing, Um, like
2: playing it for years and then you, you find that one shot, like, Wow. You know, it's every time like that wow factor.
0: Yeah. Um, Jim Ramar said uh, 400i for him, by the way. Yeah, see? And then Gothic said, I feel like the week that puppy came out, all it was all I saw, and I have yet to see someone use
2: theirs now. That, that And that is exactly my point. That, you know, it was all about 400i, and now I don't see them at all
0: yeah I mean it's still a cool ship. I still have mine yeah. um will I keep it long term? Who knows? I kind of feel like I just want to start like if i see because I have a package, if I could melt ships in a package, it'd be melted. um but the fact that I have to upgrade ships means I'm limited in my decision-making so like for instance mm-hmm. the odyssey i realized i never applied the upgrade and i might just melt the upgrade and keep my orion um but who knows right uh and then hamar uh just posted a picture and said what is this lettering a specific it's a um it's a sign in the uh <coughs> in our corp Very interesting sign. He said specifically the pink lettering, because there's um, yellow lettering and then pink lettering. We don't know what language it is in or whatever. Um, I'm going to venture a guess here, and it it does look like it says anal. Um, Hey, Mar, so I'm I'm sure that's what you wanted us to say on the air. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yes, it looks like the word anal. Um, so I hope you're happy. <laughs> How many mm-hmm. beers have you had, Hamer? Org <laughs> Crusher.
2: Uh-oh. 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 oh Uh-oh. We just started something.
0: That's right. I'm we teasing our own, him.
1: Our own version of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're the spark that started the revolution.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, only readlings will understand that reference, yeah. but that's okay. That's what we're going to keep it at.
2: Wait, I'm going to go check out Chad, see if he's there. I'm gonna, oh, he's there. I'm going to poke at it after the podcast.
0: Um, so poke. that leaves us uh, with the end of our episode of Citizen Cast. If you have any questions, you can submit them. Um, Chekhov will eventually change this email address for us. But until oh. until then, it's readcastsc at gmail.com.
2: Oh, yeah, I could do that fairly You quickly. could DM
0: our Twitter handle, which is now um, CitizenCastSC. Um, you can submit a message through Anchor. You can also join CitizenCast's Discord. Or, of course, you can text us or leave a voicemail at 646-783-8154. Um, also, if you want to check out content made by friends of the show, um, don't forget to watch Earths and Snorkels videos on YouTube or listen to the fantastic music that um, Admiral Cody and Calibri have been creating, which includes our new um, fantastic theme song that we're going to go out of the episode to. And that, dear friends, wraps up another uh, episode wait, of uh, Citizen uh, Cast. Uh, oh, oh, your question. Uh, your question.
1: Oh, my Lord. And yeah, and mm-hmm. we forgot we were going to do it. I wanted to do a discussion, too. Man, did you, if you're not feeling good, we can get off, though. So um, I'll do the question, question Seagard's question of the week What type of governance style, governance style would you like in an org? All right. So. Uh, mm. Not, not that Parley House is an orc, right? This is just a discussion. Um, and then one other piece I'd like to add in um, is that, so, you know, for all the guys from Reed that came over, uh, super thanks for uh, coming to the Parley House and anyone else that's new. Um, we're going to do a town hall um, in the, you know, probably in the near future, just after the holidays. There's a couple of people who have asked about kind of what's the way forward and how everybody thinks you know this should we should we all want to play together that's the key um and how do we do that you know do we set up an org uh, we certainly have a couple orgs that'll that have been announced out of the group um i know there's at least one industrial org there's uh geeky's um, expiration org um you know and uh, you know for me i think i'm just going to try to um you know, keep stay involved with all of you. I think that's what I want to do. I, you know, you guys are my friends, so that's important to me. And uh, anything you guys do, I'll be doing. So, but think about what you what you want, and I think we'll host a town hall and figure out uh, whether we should have a new org as a as a group and try to regain uh, some of what we had before, or if we should just play individually or if we should play as crews and build alliances, all of those things. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so that's, that's in the future figure just after the holidays. Um, so be patient. And, uh, if you got any ideas, feel free to send them to geeky me or check off. Um, and we'll try to facilitate that discussion. So
0: thanks for adding that in. We and I am still working on, um, the org that will be exploration focused, um, similar to yeah. the ethos that we had before, yeah. but I want a lot of input from members so that we, we create something really great. Um, and now that wraps up another episode
2: yes, of Citizen Gas. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Thank you fellow c- citizens for listening
1: and bearing with my small,
0: dirty voice. We'll talk to you next week.
1: Jedi Temple. But, I forgot to mention the Jedi Temple. Quadnim and his guys came over and, Fully supported us um, when we stood at the parlay house. So, thank mm, you, yes. Ben, Flandon. You guys thank are you, awesome.
0: Everyone, everyone yeah. for being so supportive and what and, That's you nice. know, we collected such. We've got such a great group of people that just want to continue to play together. It's been really fun. Um, have a great week, everybody. Bye
2: bye. Bye bye.
0: See,
2: yeah, I have that, but the music oh, at the end
0: oh,
2: of the uh, episode now. Yeah, very cool. I good. like this one, yeah. I don't have to add it in afterwards. Yeah, I like it. It's really nice. It is very yeah. powerful. So, you know, the, the other thing I thought is that if, uh, we should, uh, you know how you have the, the voice channel in the recant, I mean, in the Star Citizen cast? Yeah. You know, we, we should give... Uh, Listeners, an option if um, you know, because we can be logged in there, right? And maybe create like a podcast live channel for those who want to listen to unedited live version. Like Badgers always, I want to, I want to hear it, I want to hear it now. Yeah. So, you an opportunity to log in and listen to live unedited, and and, and not only that, uh, I, I, I could possibly like. For example, one of us could actually monitor that and take live questions, right? So, like right now, right? Sigurd just was... Check off. We're done.
0: (laughs) Oh.